Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast today. We're excited to have Tori Ashley. Uh, Before we get to Tori, let's check in with Brad and Eric and see what's going on in their neck of the woods. Uh, We'll we'll do Brad. What's going on, Brad? I don't know about you guys, but I've just been doing a ton of podcasts lately. I mean, just like one right after another, it seems. I don't know about you guys, but man. Three days in a row. Yeah, but... uh, what I was going to say was one of our cats had kittens. So I, my plan was I was going to bring the kittens in and I was going to show them, you know, like, you know, podcasts are, it's good to show people things, you know, visual <laughs> things. And I was going to bring them in and I started trying to catch them and they're just, they're too big. They're too big. Now they're too big. They're too fast. And they just scratch mm-hmm. the shit out of you every time you pick them up. So that's why I, I don't like cats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so not that I, I, I'm not a big fan of cats. I mean, they're, I like them enough. They're fine. Oh, but. they're so cute. They're just they're unbelievably cute when they're cute. sleeping, when they're sleeping, when they're not, I my, they scratch you all over. They just they hit cats. Your kittens are like, only cute in photos and that's it. And sleeping. <laughs> that's it. And somebody yeah. else's house. Eric, what's going on over there? Again, my life is boring. So today, you know, again, I had a, a client who sold his house. He was a good family friend. So he was donating some stuff. So I went over there with my pickup truck and loaded it up and moved it over because some stuff over to my parents' house and like mattresses and bed and like just a ton of stuff. So, and then I have to go back because it didn't all fit in the truck. So he's gone. He's moving to Florida. And now I have to go back and pick up some, some extra stuff that he left at the house. That was my exciting day. I moved furniture. So, so exciting. <laughs> uh, well, Hey, so let's, let's, uh, let's jump into the show and, and invite Tori Ashley in here. I mean, she's already in here. You may have seen her on Ted talks. She's got her own Ted talks. She's Whoa, a former wow. dancer for Royal Caribbean. She's also performed with Cirque du Soleil. You can check her website out. It's contorition.com. That's C-O-N-T-O-R-I-T-I-O-N.com. So check out her website because she's got links to everything on there. Or you can follow her on Instagram and TikTok. She's on She's on everything. Before we get to Tori, I'm going to screen share. Even though this is going to be audio, I want to play just a part of Tori on Cirque du Soleil that I, I've watched a number of her dances and stuff that she does on here. And it is just, it just blows my mind. You guys see this? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm impressed. She's the, uh, she's the one uh, bent, <laughs> bent over. This sounds so bad. He's the one bent over there right now. But I'm going to doing a headstand. Yeah, I'm going to play this and um, we'll get your reaction. See some of the stuff that she does. Yeah, that's already too hard for me. (laughs) It gets better. Ah, jeez. That is just I'm trying to figure out if she even has a spine or not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're like bent in half. Look at that. That is nuts. How long? So how long since we're watching this? How long were you in Cirque du Soleil? Um, Not too long, like probably two years or a little less and then. Pandemic. So I heard it's pretty. Oh well, that that would be a good reason. But I heard it's pretty hard on <laughs> on a lot of the performers doing, yeah. doing those shows. Yeah. Oh, it's really hard. So I'm kind of. It's always been a bucket list goal. So I'm glad I've got I've gotten to that point. Cool. Officially, welcome to the show, everybody. Here's Tori. Thank you. And, uh, so, uh, <laughs> um, I, I watched your TED talk and your was it Think Out of the Box or or Be Out Out of the Box? She, you know, she fits into a box like this big. Like it's it's just mind blowing. But I loved your TED talk. It's uh, most 
motivational stuff. It's uh, it's great. So uh, so glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. It's really cool to be here, and it's cool that you've started such a, a really. I've always thought of something like this would be such a great idea. There's so many stories, you know, embedded, and so it's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what? Before we get to your stories, uh, you can tell whatever stories you want, but let's get a background because none of us know you, and I think you're probably a lot newer on the ships and stuff that we're back in the nineties. But uh, um, yes, <laughs> she looks <laughs> she looks quite a bit younger than we do. You were probably two <laughs> if you were born. Listening. Like, on the ships. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, quite a bit younger yes (laughs) but uh so give us a background like uh you know what were you about before cruise ships and how you got on the cruise ships and that whole uh, background story so tell tell us a little bit about that yeah totally um your story was super interesting how you got onto the ship as well really interesting now things you know are so different the way you know how technology has changed everything so it's really interesting to see the evolution of that, but I started, um, I started when I was 19 and it's kind of like, it's kind of a long story. I don't, I think I want to kind of tie it into my actual ship story, but, um, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. I we'll started. Just, uh, go ahead. So my name is Tori Ashley Kubik and this is my ship story. I started on ships when I was 19 and I was a dancer and the way it came about, I was going to school as a dance major um, down in North Carolina, you know, I made great friends. It was fun, but you know, I was, wasn't exactly what I wanted. I don't know. But, um, so I did one year and then I was starting my second year of school. I saw a little flyer on a bulletin board for a Royal Caribbean dancer audition. What year was this? Um, <laughs> 2012. Oh, okay. 2012. <laughs> yeah. 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 2012. So I was 19 and, um, I just saw this flyer and I was like, Oh, this seems cool. And it just caught my eye. And I looked at the date. It was like a Saturday. It was in Brooklyn. It was in Williamsburg. And I was down in North Carolina. And I was like, I really, I don't know. I just had like this burning desire. I really wanted to go. I like took the little flyer and I, I think I like finished classes on Friday. Um, and then, you know, all my friends went out to party and then I just got in my little Hyundai SUV and I drove up by 95, drank a lot of coffee and just drove all the way to to Brooklyn, kind of pulled an all-nighter and I got there a little bit early, found parking. I Then I went to a coffee shop, drank like three lattes and um, kind of waited until it was time to check in. I went to the, the audition was at Streb and Streb is this um, really cool uh, artist space that's in Williamsburg. Went to stand in line. There was already kind of a line wrapped around the building and, you know, I got my little number and gave my, my headshot and my resume and then went inside and it was super long audition. There were a ton of people. They, you know, I just kept going and going and I wear um I wear like this hot pink top you're supposed to uh I was taught in school you know you want to in an audition and it's kind of weird now because we don't really have as many auditions one pandemic things are virtual too just with technology and so even like what 10 years ago when I first started things are like a little bit different but anyways I had this hot pink top on and I was you know super excited I had this adrenaline rush I was strung out on coffee and caffeine <laughs> and um you know there was this stern audition guy on the panel and he's like, if I see you moving on the side or if I see um, anything that's kind of going to call my attention, like then I'm going to just immediately cut you. And I had this hot pink top on. So I was like, oh no, I was in the corner kind of sweating. And then um, tons of, we had tons of rounds and they kept cutting people and cutting people and cutting people. And I was still there, still surviving. It was kind of, you know, all day long. And then maybe like the fourth kind of dance combination or whatnot to the time where it's, um, you know, they put like three people at a time to do the combination. 
So I did it and this one was really fast paced and I don't know, I just projectile vomited all over <laughs> and, oh. and it was like the panel did you hit, of judges. Did you hit the stern guy? <laughs> close. I was so close. So I was like, all right, well, this is such a waste. So yeah, everywhere, just projectile vomited. And then, <laughs> and then I, they were like, I don't even know. I was kind of mortified, but then I just remember, uh, like at the front desk, the guy at the reception was super nice. And he gave me like a tons water was just like super nice. And wait, then wait, 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 wait. So, <laughs> so you're dancing, you're dancing, you know, you're doing the number. So kind of, you know, yeah. they're, they're like, do this, do this, do this. And then yes. all of a sudden, did you feel it coming on or? I don't know. I, I, not, I was fine in the like for the first few four or five combinations that we did. First three were okay. Then it was like the fourth one was maybe like really fast paced. So very <laughs> cardio based, kind of speeding through it. And then it hit me during that. And I don't know. Just Not that I'm wanting to get a visual <laughs> off this, but was it in the middle of like a pirouette, like turning? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like a, like a kind of like a Sinead turn thingy. Um yeah. They're kind of basically. Oh, yeah. what, and what was it? It was it all coffee? Was it just like a coffee it, vomit? It was like I had all like I think I had like three pumpkin spice lattes and yeah, just oh, all over. I bet that smelled great. <laughs> and like everyone's sweaty, everyone's like. Oh. All I can picture know, right just... now is Linda Blair with the exercise. And, <laughs> and so what? Did, what did they do? They did they were like, you know, like stop hang on you know yeah. what's let's are you okay are you okay <laughs> or are they like oh my god get the hell out of here the guy the guy at reception kind of like took me and like bought me like a side and um you know then he like you know gave me water and a tongue and stuff so he was super nice and then that was kind of like outside like through a door and then the audition room so I was out of the room at the moment and I didn't know what was going on inside. I think they just like took a break and they were like making their next round of cuts and whatnot. You could hear them like calling out numbers and stuff, you know, it's so, like seven, you can stay, 13, you can stay, 20, you can stay. So they were kind of calling out numbers, but I wasn't really paying attention. I was just like, oh, mortified and um, about to like gather <laughs> Did my Did you hit any of the other dancers around you? I think like one of them, because there was like three of us doing the combination together. Um, and then the panel <laughs> judges. <laughs> And then, um, and so I was like about to like grab my stuff and do the walk of shame, you know, but then I, I heard them like calling my number in the background and then they were like, come on, get back in here. So I guess they like cut a bunch of people and they, they kept me. So I guess they, you know, they cleaned everything off and then they're like, come back in and they're like, you can do round five. And then I was, I was okay. I like got it all out. So I, I was fine <laughs> at that time. Just like very embarrassed. Um, you, you, so maybe you, they... you pete girl, go get pete girl. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they, um, I don't know if they just felt bad for me or whatnot, but they cleaned everything off. We had a little break and then it was the last round. So that was kind of just like conditioning and like, and we had to do bungee work. So, and they kind of go upside down. And of course that would, it's a great oh, thing no. after you throw up. Um, so maybe they just did it vindictively to like see <laughs> push me I don't know <laughs> but um <laughs> the next round like rope climb just um push-ups and stuff like that and then bungee to go upside down and that was fine I did really well and like I felt fine after that congratulations we'd love to like have you on a ship you won't be on the same ship but we'll give you a call in the next few months or something and then like two months or later or so I got a call um from the casting the main casting guy and you know he offered me a contract on grandeur of the seas and it was you know, dancer in the in the shows, they were starting this like aerial thing when aerial was kind of starting 
kind of. So in the centrum, they were doing like a kind of aerial number. So I was supposed to do that and then the two production shows. I saw it. So, I, I think it was a, I think it was a photo or video or TikTok mm-hmm. or something like that. You in the centrum is crazy. Yeah. Like on the, on the yeah. big ring and. Yeah. No, yeah. and I was so, it was awesome. So much fun. So then two months later, then I, you know, went to rehearsals in um, Hollywood, Florida is where they are. You know, I showed up, didn't know anything. It was funny listening to your story, how you're like, you have, you had one day or two days to kind of prepare your stuff. So I think I had like, like three weeks or maybe. So oh, I still had time, but it's time. It's too long. That's too long. <laughs> I know. In my mind, though, I was like, oh, it like definitely caught me off guard. And I was still in, in college so, or in school. So I was like, I kind of just wanted to do this. I wanted to kind of just perform in trouble. Um, and I was just very impatient. So I had to tell my parents I was dropping out of school. I had to, you know, kind of do all those little things. How'd that go over with the parents? Um, yeah, I mean, at first I was, you know, very apprehensive, but uh, they took it fine and um, they were okay with it. They were happy. Where are you from? Are you from North Carolina? From Jersey. Um, but then I oh, just, okay. you know, I wanted to kind of kind of get away in school. And um, so let, let me go a yeah. little bit into the background of you. Uh, when did you find out that you, you know, there's people that are flexible and then people that are really flexible. Then there are people like Tori. With, <laughs> I mean, when when did you find, I'm sure at a young age, or did you do gymnastics or something? When did you find out that you could, that flexible? So I always did dance and gymnastics since I was a little kid. And in dance and gymnastics, I wasn't supposed to be like very flexible, a little bit flexible, of course, but not um, the level I kind of wanted to be. So I was kind of always forced into this mold and I had to kind of match everybody. I couldn't, that kind of held me back in a way. So, you know, I had to have the same, you know, angle as everybody. So I kind of had to hold back. And personally, it kind of like always angered me. And I didn't really know this because I was young and I just, I didn't know anything about that. I was just doing what I was told basically. So yeah, I always had a little bit of natural flexibility. I always wanted to stretch, always wanted to do this. I did dance and gymnastics and we're supposed to, you know, be in sync, be the same as our neighbor and stuff. So I've always felt like I was a little bit held back and I just, I didn't actually um, start contortion, contortion until after I did, I want to say like two and a half years of shifts. Um, and then I was like, oh, wow. that's when I switched to actual training contortion. And then I went back. So I was like a dancer aerialist for the first two and a half, three years until I was 21. And that, or two years until I was 21. And then I went to Mongolia to study contortion, did that, trained that really hard. What do they do? Like break your back and just not fix it. I mean, <laughs> how do you, how do you train to, how do you tra- I mean, there's, you know, like, like I said, with the flexibility, there's people who can do a back bend, but not bend completely over in half. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. that, so, I mean, is that like trying to stretch and do the splits kind of thing? Kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, when I was dancer, I like how a little bit why of I asked, because I'm going to start, I'm going to study. To that's your new act. Uh, that's your new act. <laughs> yeah. And you're 50, going back. At 55 years old. I'm going to be a contortion. Okay, wait, you'd be surprised, but I did gymnastics as a kid for probably like four or maybe even five years. Yeah. And back then I could do a full split. Of course, now I can barely touch my toes, but back then I I, I could do it. And I wasn't really flexible, but so you can work on flexibility. Yeah. But there's also just an inherent, you know, natural ability mm-hmm. as well that some people are just super flexible. Well, let's go back onto the ships and, and hear some more stories. So tell yeah, us about totally... uh, par- party life and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, it all started, um, I mean, it's, you know, there was a bunch of partying as well, like before um, 
in rehearsals as well. So that's where I kind of got my first taste of what ship life was <laughs> going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but so you awesome. were dr- drinking before you were 21. Okay. Got I was going to say yes. And I was <laughs> only 19. So, and I think I was the, I was, no, I was definitely the youngest. And then everyone I would say was like mid 20, mid late twenties in the cast. Um, so, but everyone was awesome, super nice. And they stuck me drinks all the time. <laughs> but yeah, so I got onto the ship after rehearsals and yeah, everyone was super nice, super welcoming. You know, the first the first few weeks, they kind of install all the shows. So, you know, you're, that's what your focus is on. So your focus is on that. And, and then also the safety training and all of that comes into play. But I feel like I personally was so focused on the, um, the shows, just trying to get them perfect and stuff. And so I want to say like the first month. So just kind of after we finished like solidifying our shows, there was like a fire on our ship as well. Um, on the grandeur? On the grandeur. Yeah, on the back deck. We just finished our show and then everyone goes um, like underneath. The mooring deck was, was what caught fire. They still didn't kind of claim what happened um but it was like three or three thirty in the morning and then the alarm went off and was it a um, big so fire all, or uh, it was pretty big we had to yeah we all had to like muster yeah and we were out of commission and it had to go into a dry dock and yeah that's a big fire that's a big yeah it's pretty if, big if you, if you end up mustering <laughs> that's a big fire because they usually yeah. try to control fires first and mm-hmm. unless they they it gets serious that's when they muster otherwise They'll just try to handle it on their own. Like there's always like garbage fires, you know, people putting cigarettes yeah. in the garbage and like little things like that. But yeah, so if you're mustering, it must have been pretty serious. And, and going pretty, into a dry dock. Because of- so my contract kind of just started and like I was just kind of getting my sea legs and navigating my way around and like still had no clue about anything. And um, then, you know, then seven short, one long went off and I went to my master station. I was also, you know, the usually the cast or the, the leaders. Mm-hmm. So I was a leader and I had an assistant leader. But we didn't even really do our safety training that efficiently because we were just kind of installing and did not feel prepared whatsoever. Um, but you know, the rest of the team was really helpful. And um, you have, when you say leader, when you say leader, you were leader of a rat life raft or or a life um, boat. Leader of the muster station. Oh, oh for, the for the guests. Oh, for the guests. Yes. For the oh, guests. Oh. Yes. Okay, oh, that's yes. a lot of responsibility. And yeah, I, because like, usually when, the entertainers yeah. just point you in the right direction yeah no we had to (laughs) we were leaders and i just signed on i felt like and i didn't really know what i was doing so it was definitely a terrible that's gotta be that's gotta be crazy to appear sober and (laughs) but what's really weird is like okay the crew staff who generally are with the passengers a lot a lot they usually put them in charge but dancers and singers they usually are not you know, yeah. leaders of life rafts no, with, with the muster station with 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 passengers. Like that's yeah, that's really weird. odd. Yeah, that's really odd to put yeah. put put you all in that in that sort of position. Especially <laughs> like your first month on, like, hey, welcome, yeah. here's fire, you're you know, you're you're in. No, I, I'll tell you my first day. Luckily it was only crew, but my first day as an assistant purser, I was the leader of a life to raft station for crew. And I was yes. like what are you guys doing? Like I have, this is the first time I've ever really been on a ship and like day one, I'm responsible for this life raft for the crew. Like, Oh, don't worry. The, the crew know how to drop the life, the life uh, raft and they'll just handle it all. Just check off the names. And I was thinking to myself, Oh God, please don't let us have an emergency. (laughs) Yeah. I know it was terrifying. And I just, 
not prepared. So how <laughs> was the, uh, how was dancing on a ship, like moving ship, and any balancing problems or anything? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely different. I was definitely like so overwhelmed at every point, but it was also great. Um, it was terrifying, and I never, I've never really danced in those. And then the ship was moving, so it was definitely really hard to adjust. Okay, so did you ever puke dancing on the ship? <laughs> so yeah, here moving. we go. <laughs> oh here's, a, here's another one okay yeah so besides that i feel like that was a weird freak accident i like i usually have a great stomach so that was fine i'm pretty okay you know with movement and spinning fast in the sea and i i didn't never i never really got sick another just like weird freak accident i was doing a ship that circumnavigated australia so they had oh, wow. you know that whole itinerary which is amazing um i think we were in lifu but the ship had all, um, they had kangaroo and, you know, in the, up in the buffet and in this chopped up in the salad or something. And what? I wait, don't know. Wait, it was like, wait, 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 what? Like, you, like, <laughs> like kangaroo, like eating kangaroo. Yeah. I yeah. have not had kangaroo yeah. yet. I have. I had it in Australia. You find I, it everywhere. Yeah. It's like, I have yeah. eaten kangaroo in Australia. Yeah. What's, What's it taste good? like? What's it taste like? <sighs> it's like a red meat. Right, like weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a red meat. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. I didn't like so it. I, okay. I wasn't a fan, yeah. but no. <laughs> but also, yeah. So I ate it, and then we went out snorkeling, and I was out snorkeling. It was beautiful, and then I don't know, it hit me, and I just projectile vomited in my snorkel. Oh no! Out, you know, with all the beautiful fish. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, they, they were like, hey, buffet. Yeah, yeah, buffet. They all came to you. <laughs> had to have been the kangaroo i don't know and then i was out of shows that night we were supposed to have shows that night but of course i was like just sick all night and then um so they had to reblock the shows and everything and so yeah that's mostly what happens they usually just reblock it nothing like a little food poisoning from kangaroo yeah yeah (laughs) i was no fun um hey uh, when you guys were dancing like all the dancers and stuff do you guys ever I, I can't remember any of the names of it, but did you ever play stuff like pass the quarter where every time you hit a line, you'd pass something or you'd say something or wink at somebody or any of that stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. Pass the quarter. We would always play that um, for sure. Pass the quarter. And then um, sometimes and like another show I did that had more like acrobatics in it. Um, somebody made up a game where there was, you know, who could ever could throw the most forward rolls in the show discreetly and not mess up the show but like add a bunch of forward rolls into your um sequence or your transition or whatnot um and then we had like a little whiteboard backstage and kind of had a tally of <laughs> like a and whoever whoever did the most was the winner so yep <laughs> oh that's pretty fun another um and like a ton of bloopers too um one time the video i don't know if i have the video but it's so funny we had like a singer in the middle and her name was Jade. She's hilarious. Super funny. And then the dancers had to walk around her and we had these huge bell-bottom pants and, you know, our little heels. Jade accidentally in her quick change put her wig on like upside down. So it was like, it was like a little short hair bob, but it was sticking up like this. And, <laughs> and so it just looked ridiculous. And she had no idea because she just did it really quickly and she was insane. So she was just singing her heart out and we were just walking around her in a circle, but I just started laughing. And then my heel got caught on the bell bottom of the pants. And then, so I went down and like, and then the ship is rocking. So I did this massive trip, but then. Did you get a couple behind. of forward rolls in there? and then the girl behind me Jacqueline her um she went to um help me up so she kind of like was like oh I'm gonna help you up and then she went down and then the next girl went down so it was like a domino effect and we just all (laughs) 
all collapsed on the floor. And I love Jade watching hair was stuff sticking like that. Up. There was yeah, the best. Yeah, like all those. Like you didn't. You didn't. You didn't flip her hair around as you were going down. You just reached up and just <laughs> flipped it around. I don't think I would, Help her out a little bit. To, <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been really hard to do. <laughs> I always but, thought it was so funny when the cast, when they were doing something, you know, they'll do a line facing the audience and they'll do, a, you know, they'll turn around and they're facing the back of us. But we're all like, I, I was, I was backstage. I was the, the backstage guys. So mm-hmm. we would make, we would make faces at each other or the singers would come or right before they'd go on, you know, they're like making <laughs> goofy faces and, and we're trying to crack each other. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hey, uh, so Tori, let me let me ask you. So, as far as hanging out with like in the public or you know going to disco or or uh, restaurants or anything, I do you did you ever hook up with a pastor? I didn't. I was a good girl, and I think I feel like these days they're maybe even more strict. Like it's really, uh, I was just a good girl. But I, I'm trying to think if I knew. Uh, yeah, maybe a few of the guys did. But so second part to that, um, whether it was you or, or somebody that you know, where's the strangest place that uh, you or somebody's done it on the ship? Um, on the bridge. Oh what? wow, that's a good one. What? <laughs> there's a first right there (laughs) okay how did that happen details (laughs) dazzling details details. (laughs) oh Oh, goodness (laughs) um she's like please get me out of this (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to you don't have to answer that i'm just yeah, yeah. It, was, it can well, only like, be like one of like four or five people that are that have access to the bridge. So, yeah. wow, that's props, girl. Get it. All right. Thank um, you. Well, so uh, like in the islands and stuff, when you guys were in the islands, you ever almost miss a ship or? Yeah. Um, well, this is another like kind of story. So we had an overnight in Bermuda. Uh, okay. So I was dating the one like the cadet and um he was really really nice uh-huh and did he <laughs> and have access that's to the bridge? how the bridge <laughs> I that's how the bridge thing happened <laughs> <laughs> and um so we had an overnight in bermuda and so everyone a big giant group we i guess we had like a little shuttle or something that took us to this little cove and um, we started a bonfire on the beach. Um, it was a really nice night. Everyone was there. There was the whole cast, of, you know, and just a bunch of people, not not even just the cast, a ton of crew, tons of crew. And then I just took a little walk with my, with the cadet that I was dating. It was, you know, really nice, all the little like cliffs. So we kind of just like went up the little cliffs and stuff. Beautiful there. And the moon was beautiful and very romantic. So we were just, you know, on the little rocks and stuff and little cookie. And um, then it started to downpour. <laughs> She's like, I'm out of there. Yeah. Well, These we'll dirty wait. old men. We'll <laughs> 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 oh, let's see if she goes. There she goes. There she goes. Okay. Oh, there we Th- go. Thanks yeah, for coming back. back. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, she's like, and I clipped. <laughs> <laughs> and the the storm is uh the the storm made the power go out. But um no, so there was a giant storm um in Bermuda. So we ran back to, you know, the little place where everyone was had their bonfire. And then we got into a lot, you know, it was pitch black over there. So we came back and there were a few lights and stuff. And then everyone started to go back on the bus. Oh, then I think we took the bus back to the to the ship and then there was the awning with light and, you know, you could see everything finally. And um, so he had this like white polo shirt on. This is really embarrassing. Earlier in the night, you know, at the bonfire, the cadet and this other Scottish engineer, they got into like this kind of like a silly fight, not a crazy fight, just like a little drunk fight on the beach. And they were rolling around and, you know, nothing like 
really crazy, just like a little silly fight. After that, him and I kind of went into the into the rocks and took our little walk and then came back. And then there was the, after the storm. And then we were all huddled under the light after we took the shuttle back, there were bright lights. He was in this white polo shirt, but it was just like covered in blood. And it looked like he just killed somebody. It was pretty gruesome, pretty gross and pretty gruesome. What Everyone, sounds, sounds then, like such a cute little fight. <laughs> and, and then, but it was, yeah, it was gruesome. Like it looked like he just like went into the woods to murder someone and then come back. Like this was not cute. <laughs> and then everyone was like kind of drunk, but like, kind of like what's going on. And, um, not very, you know, so like a weird in between my friend, Cal, who was like my dance partner, who is awesome, just super, super funny, super sweet. And like, we, like we could read each other's minds. So he like saw like the shirt and he was like, he knew like right away and nobody else could kind of piece it together. Everyone was like, Oh, it must've been when you got in the fight and like, or did you just go murder someone? And everyone was really confused and nobody really knew except Cal. And it was just like, I must've, you know, had my little time of the month unexpectedly it was all over his shirt and it just was horrible and he had like and he was just like had no idea and like didn't really know what was going on and nobody knew what's going on and then we had to go back on the ship like that and (laughs) and everyone saw and there was just like oh it's very embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh Oh, wow uh, (laughs) that was that was that was funny oh my gosh great (laughs) awesome well hey uh so we got uh we got a couple minutes left Uh, any any other favorite how long how long did you end up staying on ships for um so i so i did 19 to 21 um dancing and a little bit of aerial and then that's when i was like no i just want to do contortion so i went to mongolia i trained i did that did some work wait wait wait, wait 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 you went to mongolia <laughs> yeah well you're yeah. not paying attention so you already said it once oh i know i didn't, it's in I my didn't TED catch talk. it <laughs> yeah, yeah i talk oh, okay. about all that in my ted talk um yeah. but i didn't understand mongolia yeah. So what was that experience like going to I heard Mongolia? I heard they have really good barbecue. They, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and lots of wrestling there. <laughs> yeah, lots of wrestling. 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 Yeah. Mongolian wrestling. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no. they do. But it was awesome. Um, really hard, really fun. And then I was able to kind of hone my skills and like turn my dancer body into a contortionist. And then I sold that act and then I went back to ships a few years years later so then I guess I was like 24 23 24 and then I kind of just was the contortion solo or like the specialty act and I instead of being a dancer so um that was also great different I didn't have like that um then I was individual though so I didn't have you know like that cast kind of family in a way which was a little bit different but um I was able to do the kind but of it's kind of nice though because now you're, you're yeah like a, a performer entertainer so that's that's yeah. a lot more money and you get your oh, own yeah. big, a giant cabin yeah. and privileges yeah. so was, and all kinds of stuff totally so it was better it was definitely better but those like core uh, moments when I was you know young and naive and had my little like cast to kind of help me that, those were like awesome memories lots of embarrassing moments but a kind of great way to start because I had a little you know family and they kind of guided me um that's awesome yeah hey yeah. so so when you're doing your aerial stuff I mean I gotta ask like you know I mean this one thing if you're in Las Vegas or or you know something like that but did you ever fall like you're up you're up and doing Ooh. stuff in the loop. Do you ever fall? Um, I'm pretty okay. I feel like I usually have my, and if it's on the trying to like do something new, I'll, you know, make sure it's low to the ground with the mat, but like nothing knock on wood's ever happened. You know, I've always tried to make sure I'm, you know, ready if I have to do anything kind of hard like that. Um, 
But the only thing that did happen, this was all, I don't know if I'm allowed to disclose. Nah, it should be fine. Um, but we had like a little scare in the centrum. Um, so it was me and Cal, my partner. Um, so we did an aerial duet together as well on that first contract, which was super fun. It was beautiful. Um, well, you know, we did like a little duet and we kind of, we did a lot of spinning and like um, really pretty, like a little pot of dough in the air. Mm-hmm. And so we had this little H bar. We were on like little harnesses and then we were kind of together and counterbalancing each other. And it was like an H bar and then two clips kind of this way that were supporting us. And so, you know, it was a very quick change. And, you know, we had to check all our rigging and put one carabiner on one side and one on the other. And the rigger kind of did that. And we kind of clipped in this. And it was, you know, really fast change, really dark. So there was a carabiner and a zip tie. And the second, so one of the carabiners was in, and I guess the second one, on one of the sides, it just went into the zip tie, not the actual carabiner. So then we kind of had to like scooch our way out onto this ledge, which, and it was really high, like 60 feet, I think, you know, and, um, <laughs> and then as soon as we went to take white, take weight, the, obviously it couldn't support it. And it, the beaner ripped out of the zip tie and <sighs> we went like, and, but we like had a really good instinct. So we grabbed the ledge and kind of like hoisted ourselves up and like caught it just in time. Otherwise, like we would have like, we wouldn't have smashed onto the ground, but we would have probably like broken a hip or something. Cause it would have like, probably would have broken out a guest that, or like gosh, swung and hit someone, staff. you know? Oh. Um, so yeah, that was terrifying and I'm surprised. Yeah. Like, and then, but I still but went, then back. You went back and yeah, you did it again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, now I always, you know, make sure I triple check everything. Um, oh my gosh. And, yeah. Who was, who was rigging? So was it like stage staff rigging, uh, checking your rigs or anything? Where was it? <laughs> we had a, we had like a few riggers and stuff as well, but okay. now this, bo- this box that you have on, on your Ted talks or, or any other box or any, mm-hmm. other, <laughs> do you ever get stuck in a position where you can get out? <laughs> um, I got trapped in a magic box once I did like magician assisting as well. And, you know, I wasn't allowed to, you're not allowed to kind of, um, you're not allowed to remove your, like I was told I cannot, like the stage hand had to get me out. I was not supposed to, I was not supposed to get out myself or I would have been in trouble, you know? So, um, so obviously there was like, I mean, is that like this? The lever's not working. (laughs) So there was like, it was just a shit show. So all the technical difficulties, so, you know, like attention goes to like, what's, what's the most important at the moment. So I had nothing else to do after that point. I did the little thing in the box and then I was wheeled off stage into the corner (laughs) Like nobody could see me or hear me, and I was just forgotten because. Oh no! Then all the other like so much shit was going wrong that they had to attend to like all the massive catastrophic problems that were were happening. And you were sitting in a box. I was like trapped in the box, and I was just like, and I could hear the music, and I know I was like I was supposed to be out like way long ago. Like, are you like I'm supposed to be in that number? Like, well, I didn't. So that was the end of my. I only had to come out for bow. So like that was the end of my personal part. I did. I only was in the beginning of the show. How long were you in the box? 30, did you like make 20, your bow? <gasps> Thirty minutes. Don't even say twenty minutes because it was like a long no, show, and then yeah. No. But um, yeah. Oh no no no! Uh, I'm just I I'm cringing uh, listening to this story. That, it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> can you like, can you move inside <laughs> of this box at least? Or oh no! You, so I had. I had a wig for my hair had to be, you know, in a perfect position. So I had to kind of like take the wig, roll it around, snake it. And I had to like put it in my mouth. 
and like clamp it. So otherwise it would have gotten caught in like a crevice or something. So I had to, so I had that. And then I was like cramped in this awkward position, you know, for a long time. It's cold. Oh. It's dark. It's like metal, so cold metal. That's really dark, you know? So it's, it's not a were you Were you scared? I mean, I mean, 20 minutes, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. I, no, I would be done in, in about, about 15 seconds. Yeah. Cause there's a point where you're trying to move. And you can't, and you can't get yeah, out. But totally. I couldn't imagine going five minutes or twenty minutes. Yeah. Like, did you get worried? Did you were like kind at of, some point somebody's got to realize I'm gone? Yeah, yeah. I figured I like I could tell things were going wrong. I kind of had a sense, um, and then I did. I like at first I kind of had like a panic moment, and I was like, and it's the first time I ever felt that like you know that scary like oh yeah. my gosh, and like all the you know you see all the like everything and you think of all the bad things and then I kind of turned within and I had a little epiphany and then I was thinking of like all the things I learned in Mongolia for contortion and it and then it kind of hit me and then I and I had this like you know epiphany and then I kind of just was completely like the opposite and I found this zen and and it was kind of magical Ooh, in a way I am, ironically I am about to break out in sweat <laughs> yeah no but I so I would um, think that like you were saying in like they taught you in Mongolia that when you're preparing to do this type of like stunts and, 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 and shows that they really kind of focus in on what happens in case of like how to deal with those situations, whether it's controlling your breathing mm -hmm. or like, you know, how you respond, because that's, that's kind of like, I, I get, I get claustrophobic pretty easily. And yeah. when, I, when I'm in those situations, the first thing I do is like, you know, again, think about my breathing. I just close my eyes and th yeah. try not to think of the situation and just kind of try to slow yeah. down through my breathing. So at the end, when they finally got you out and the box opened, you like how pissed off were you? <laughs> these, whoever. I mean, I was, I was okay. Like there's been Come on, you were heated, weren't you? I was a little mad, but like, but at that point I was already like kind of over it. You know, I had that like freak out and then I kind of relaxed and I was over it. about um, the magician? Was there any like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Or was it like, hey, you did good, kid? Yeah, it was kind of more like, hey, you did good, kid. <laughs> kind wow. of. It's like, oh, yeah. How, wow. how long had you been doing that when that happened? Um, not long. I'm like, oh. I, I didn't oh. really do that for a while. I was kind of like a little in between thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I respond no, but besides that, wow. besides getting stuck, but no. wow. yeah. Wait. <laughs> and so where, where can we catch that Ted talk? Cause I'd love to watch that. It yeah. Sounds, so, really super um, interesting. so it's on, um, it's on YouTube. So it's on, well, I put the link on my Instagram and on my website. Um, you know, you can easily find it there. Yeah. Or if you just type Tori Cubic into YouTube, it'll show up too. Okay. Yeah. Go to the, go to the website, contorishin.com. Yeah. It's yeah. Got, it's right it's on got there. the TED talk, the YouTube. I put everything. The tick, the, it's got all of that stuff on there. Yeah. Well, I know, wow. I know what my next thing I'm going to watch on TV is. <laughs> What's Thank going you. On? Yeah. No, <laughs> it sounds really interesting. As long as I don't get claustrophobic watching it, I'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, Tori, so do you have any other stories, any favorite stories or, or predicaments any or anything while you're on ships? Um, let me think. So, I mean, it's, well, I, I say... think she's gone in on the embarrassing stuff on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. You've gone in well. <laughs> Throwing myself <laughs> under the bus. Um, what else? Is there anything other little? Um, so yeah, I guess like from the fire. So that was, so we were just stuck in dry dock, um, after that for 40 days while they fixed everything so like holy cow yeah. so i must have and, been a serious fire if you were there for 40 yeah. days it, yeah i was serious i was downplaying at first but um she's um, like um, and then ah, I, there was a little fire on the deck <laughs> and we were in dry dock for 40 days i'm like what did it burn the whole back of the ship off 
yeah basically yeah it was like the completely new app so um so then we had to go and we did um they didn't kind of they didn't really know what to do with us so um kind of just stayed there we didn't do shows um we did a little bit of fire watch a lot of drinking they threw us a ton of parties which was really nice because they were happy with how we kind of um you know we all did eventually kind of save everything and nobody was hurt except if somebody who drunk, jumped on the deck and broke their arm like i think that's it somebody like freaked out and jumped and broke their arm that's is there any me. video of it on youtube if we look up grandeur fire <sighs> There probably is. Yeah. And I've got a bunch of photos. I was on a ship once that, not while I was there, but I went to a ship that had been in a fire and the smell of the smoke in the ship was horrible. It would give you like Mm -hmm. really bad headaches. I would get like horrible. I could, it was really hard to sleep because the smell was just so strong. Me and Cal, my friend, we kind of just like walked around. I don't know if we were supposed to, but um, after they were kind of, we were all in like a limbo. So we just walked around and, you know, just like through the corridors and it was all like, there were soot everywhere. They were like... Yeah, yeah wow, smell, but just uh, like now on really the grandeur, it, like the majesty and the, and the monarch and stuff, the uh, all of the all the lounges, like the live lounge and the show lounge and everything, was in the back. Yeah, was, was that the same for the grandeur? Did, I mean, did it mess? So up that the was lounge. Or? So yeah, like the lounge and then the crew deck, crew bar, and what else? The main theater is in the front. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it was anything other. I mean, a bunch of cabins. I remember a bunch of people's luggage and cabins were burnt and everything. Um, so they kind of lost. So everything. what? What other ships were you just on the grandeur or? or so I was on the Grandeur, then I was on Celebrity, German cruise ship. Um, oh, was that Aida? Like a small one. It was my ship. Wasn't Olaf Jakobsen on my ship? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I've heard it before. Okay. Yeah. He, he was yeah, one of our cool. previous guests. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. This is the worst one. And I was very short. It was, this wasn't like a typical ship contract. Grand Celebration. I don't know if you even know Celebration Cruise Line. So it was like this one company and it was very tiny, strange operation. and they're not running anymore, but they bought two old carnival ships that were really old. You know, they didn't do anything to it. And then they just <laughs> made it like a two day cruise from West Palm to, um, to Freeport. There's just like West Palm to Freeport and back Ooh. like a really short Ugh. cruise. Yeah. I mean, but, and I wasn't like for the entertainers, we weren't actually crew members, but we kind of were, it was very weird. It was, I've never seen anything like it. They were just really unorganized. <laughs> and, um, so like we could do anything we could like walk around, like we didn't have did we have name tags? No, I don't think we had name tags. And we could like nice. walk around in like our sweatpants. Like we could be like, because it was just so grungy and everyone called it Walmart <laughs> of the Seas. And it was like uh, falling apart. Uh, and like, called it what? Walmart of like, the Seas. <laughs> and you could like, it was like crooked. Like when you, I remember I took an Uber one day when I was in port in West Palm. I took an Uber and then came back. Uber driver was like, you're not going on that, are you? Because it was like, he's like, it's tilted. And when it's in port, it's like, it was already like, listing um oh, so no. like i'm su- i'm surprised that ship didn't blow up and like oh that's kind God. of a miracle but <laughs> it was just so loud like it was just so old so loud like nothing was maintained and it was just yeah it was just like a crazy crazy shit show but um but it was that fun is- um well, Tori, uh, I think we're at the end of our show. So um, real quick, tell us what's next for Tori. Working on kind of developing my solo show. That's kind of what I'm working on now. I'll be featured in Ripley's coming out in September, September, October as well. And I do a new act as well. That's kind of cool. It's water-based. I kind of got the inspiration from the water. Well, Tori, thanks for coming on. It was so great to meet you and have you on the show and see and hear about all of your stuff and and uh, uh, even the projectile moments of your, of your <laughs> Christian life. Um, hi, everybody. Go check out Contori, C-O-N-T-O-R-I-Shun, T-I-O-N, 
Tori.com, contorishun.com, and you can get a link to all of her stuff. Tori, thanks a lot for being on the show. Thank you so yes, much. Thank you, Tori. It was a pleasure thank meeting you. you. We'll see you later. Yeah, <laughs> all take right, care. Take care. Bye. Awesome. Yeah, she's she's cute and had some really good stories. She wasn't afraid to go there and say some embarrassing stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Which you know, it's sometimes people are. I mean, I think we all pretty much will say anything, you know, embarrassing for us. So, uh, but yeah, no, she's great. I really enjoyed her. I can't wait to go see her stuff. I'm seriously, as soon as we're done, I'm going to YouTube to go watch. Our uh, TED talk is great. Uh, yeah, I I'm so glad, Scott, that you started that out showing us what she did because that kind of helped set the whole thing because that was amazing i mean i don't know i i i i I watched that i can barely put my shoes on hey everyone the ship is about to set sail which brings us to an end for today we hope that you enjoy the podcast for bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video please visit our youtube channel my ship story you can also find us on facebook and instagram as my ship story don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage